And we're live. Good morning and welcome to the Pete Braley Show. This is show number 94. I'm Pete Braley along with my co-host, the executive producer, the show creator, and the man who's rocking a good fall look, I think, this morning. What did I tell you people last week? Matt. I mean, I appreciate the compliment. I don't want to act like I'm not appreciating the compliment. But I said last week, I said, every time I pull out something new, this guy's going to be like, oh, is that a new shirt? New shirt over there? What do you got going on over there? Isn't my voice that- can't get that high yet. I'm sorry for whoever just had to hear that. <laughs> Isn't that just human nature, though? I mean, you get... Vocal warm-ups. Mama made me mash my M&M's. All right, we're good. Mama made me mash my M&M's? Mama made me mash my M&M's. Come on. Oh, is that a good warm-up? You never had chorus class? We have a great show planned for you today. Of course, our goal is to always start your day off on a positive note. So if you enjoy what we do, we uh, ask that you hit the like button and subscribe. Hit the bell there. You'll get a little notification of when we go live. And uh, don't miss any future shows. We're live on YouTube every weekday morning at 8 o'clock. And you can also catch us on all of your favorite Facebook apps. Podcast apps. Why did I say Facebook? Podcast apps, yes. And don't forget, you can leave us a voicemail with your comments, suggestions, or if you want to do any birthday shout-outs or anniversaries, the number to call is 774-473-9910. Coming up today, useless things they taught you in school. Sorry, Mrs. Guy. No, you might relate to this. Maybe. Maybe she agrees. Another edition of Am I the A-Hole? We have Bradley's Bizarre But True... And we talk about pizza this morning. All right, that's coming up. What'd you drop? Just ignore the mess I'm making. Oh, okay. It's just, uh, Gary described it perfectly. He said, it's the most Monday feeling Tuesday. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It, it, it was that way when the alarm went off this morning. Especially for him, you know, staying up to watch the Giants last night, I'm sure. A little, and dis- the, little disappointing ending, but probably, and they probably almo- had you excited you know, for a little bit. They almost won. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Tuesday, November 2nd, five days until we change the clocks, 23 days until Thanksgiving, 48 days until someone's birthday, hey. 53 days until Christmas, and then I said, what else can I count down to? 60 days until the new year, and 104 days until the Super Bowl. Jeez, okay. All I'm right. just extending the list every day. Only one day for you today, one national day, that is national this is. National Deviled Egg Day. I like deviled eggs. I think it's another food that's a little overrated. Really? But I don't want to make more enemies, so I'm just going to stop there. I thought you liked Ani Bernie's uh, deviled eggs. I'm not a huge fan of deviled eggs. Oh, no. Don't tell anybody. My other three siblings are. They'll yeah. they'll eat like 50 of them. We have uh, Ani Bernie in our family. And the whenever, Great Burn. Yeah, the Great Burn. Whenever we have a get-together, she makes her deviled eggs. And all the other kids love it. I do, too. But he's not a fan. Yeah. On the date book for today, on this day in 1867, the women's fashion magazine Harper's Bazaar was first published. On this day in 1898, cheerleading began in the United States as Johnny Campbell leads the crowd cheering on the football team at the University of Minnesota. Rah, rah. On this day in 1976, Democrat candidate Jimmy Carter is elected president. On this day in 1983, Michael Jackson released Thriller. On this day in uh, 1993, Rudy Giuliani won the New York mayoral election. On this day in 2000, the first crew arrived at the International Space Station. On this day in 2016, the Chicago Cubs finally won a World Series. After 108 years, they beat Cleveland in Game 7 of the World Series. And on this day in 2020... Baby Shark becomes the most watched video on YouTube with over 7 billion views. Jesus, that's crazy. I do think one thing we kind of skipped over there. Michael Jackson released Thriller two days after Halloween, and it's now a huge Halloween song. That's right. Why did he wait, I wonder? Mm. Two day, yeah. Did he not think it was a Halloween song? I mean, the music it, video, you blatantly knew. So. It's, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Okay. And only one celebrity birthday today. That's David Schwimmer, who is 55. All right. Of course, the friend star. The friend star, yes. Do we have any chats this morning? Anybody yeah, checking in? Diane's here. Good morning, Diane. And Gary did say, what, the most Monday-feeling Tuesday? Uh, yep, yep, the most Monday-feeling Tuesday. Yep. Uh, he also said, funny enough, Pete, you can put podcasts on Facebook now. 
Well, there oh. we go. So you weren't technically incorrect. Thank you. Uh, Gail said, good morning. I woke up singing Looking Down. I think it's going to be a great day because I'm going to make it a great day. There you go. And right. thank you. Gail's like the, right. my number one fan on that song. So I really do appreciate it. Cool. Um, Emily says, I, could, uh, I couldn't sleep with him, him screaming at the TV. Well, it was a close <laughs> game that no one thought would be a close game. So Kansas City won 20 to 17, but yeah. it, I mean, they won it with a minute left. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Kind of like the game started off with uh, Patrick Mahomes threw an interception, then Daniel Jones threw an interception. Then it was just, it was all wow. over the place. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I, I saw some highlights and it just seemed like a strange game. Hmm. Not not the Chiefs team that you thought you were going to see this year. Right. Yeah. We're not seeing that. Uh, Gail said five days until her birthday. Oh, nice. So look at that. We'll have to make note. Or is that the weekend? I five think that's going to fall on the weekend. Will it, be, will it be Sunday? I think. I think so. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. We're Sunday. not good at math. Um, so let us know. Would you rather have the shout out Friday or Monday? Yeah, let us yeah. know. Okay. Uh, Gary said, we all knew uh, we all knew nothing was going to happen at, when they had time left. Disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's become more I mean, of a it's thing. Always been, it's always been an issue, but I mm-hmm. feel like this year there's been a ton of close games right. where you have to run down the clock. Yep. Don't leave the guy enough time to come back. Yeah, I mean, we saw Aaron Rodgers drive downfield, and I think it was like, I think it was week two or three. Was with it like 30 seconds 30 left. 30 seconds left? Yeah. 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 And I, Mac Jones and the Pats did a great job. This past week, mm-hmm. we took we took we held the ball for like seven minutes on right. our final drive, and the guys were smart too. Yeah. You know, you can tell that they are coached. When we're trying to work the clock, don't let them get you out of bounds. Yep. You know, you you saw guys that would be sliding. They would all get the first down yep. and immediately. Yep, go down. they'd immediately yeah. drop. Yep, just to keep the clock going. Mac Jones did say in a, or I don't know if it was Mac Jones, but somebody said in a post game interview that in practice, because they've had so many close games, that. They've just started practicing every situation you could think of because yeah. they've already gotten like every situation you could right. think of in the first right. seven weeks, eight weeks. Yeah. So they're like, we've literally practiced. No team is going to throw something at us that we don't know because yeah. we've done, we've practiced everything. That's so experience. I thought that was cool. Yeah. yeah. That's Bill Belichick right there. All right. So we both picked the Chiefs last night, right? We did. So we are tied. We ended the week tied again. <laughs> We're 77 and 45 on the year. 77 and 45. Yeah. Who was it? Um, was it Justin saying that we need to disagree more? But, I mean, that's not how you make picks, man. Yeah, I mean, you, you make you, picks on who you think is going to win the game. And right. clearly, we're not even right. good at that. So, <laughs> now nah, we were nine and six this week. That's I feel like that's pretty good. I think anything about 500 is, yeah. a, is a good week. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, one other football newbie, uh, note before we move on. This from Nesson. Mac Jones, we learned, eats an unconventional meal of steak and eggs and spaghetti before every Patriots game. They, they said his go-to meal was spaghetti. So our reporter said, well, what about when you have the early game? And he said, I still do it. I have steak and eggs and spaghetti. He says he does it at 8.30 in the morning. Yep. My, my dude's eating spaghetti. Crazy. He, he, he's, he's like, don't knock it till you try it. It's good. Yeah. So. And another piece of football news that came out yesterday, Vaughn Miller got traded to the Rams. Yes. Which the Rams were already looking like a, Look out for the a Rams. serious competitor. Yeah. So. So, uh, Mac Jones, his sleep schedule is also a bit odd, and that kind of ran into a problem this weekend. Jones told the CBS broadcast team for Sunday's game that he typically goes to bed at 8.30, and he wakes up at quarter four, uh, quarter five in the morning. So, every night he is in bed at 8.30. He likes to get to the uh, Patriots facility by 6.30. You won't find many 23-year-olds, even 23-year-old professional athletes who go lights out before 9 o'clock every night. But the rookie's unusually early bedtime required some adjustments when the Patriots went to the Pacific time zone. Mm, yep. Ian Eagle of CBS said, we talked to Mac Jones on Saturday nights, just asking him, hey, how you feeling being out here? He was like, well, this is the latest I've been up for a while because of the time change. And what I thought was interesting, the Patriots stayed in Los Angeles after the game. Normally, the team flies right out, goes home. But Bill Belichick thought they could all use a good night's sleep. So they stayed in L.A. and then came home yesterday morning. That's pretty cool. So. Yeah, because I actually saw, I think, there's a lot of NFL players on TikTok. And uh, I saw someone, they were like, yeah, no matter what, we leave right after the game. Yep. Like, we'll right leave at 3 a.m. Yep. Yeah. And they get home, you know. Yeah. They take the red eye and get home at whatever time. Pretty crazy. But doesn't Tom Brady go to bed at like 6 p.m. or something like that? I think he's also like that 8.30 times. Maybe, maybe Mac Jones is yeah. modeling after the goat. Hey, can't hurt. I like it. 
Today's random question, what's your favorite pizza topping and what's your least favorite? Okay, so what do you love to have on a pizza? And what's your least, like you wouldn't, I, I'm not eating it. It's, it's that bad. You, you won't eat. For me, it's anchovies. I just won't. I don't think I've ever had them. I don't, I don't think you can make a food, call it anchovies, and expect people to, to eat it. Yeah. Also, also, I won't eat uh, black onion, uh, black uh, olives. I like black olives. Yeah, I know you do. I, I just don't like them. Yeah. I, you know, to me, highly overrated. See, I think underrated. I don't, I don't think there's, see, I, don't, I sit here and I'm like, potato salad overrated because everybody under the sun is like, oh, potato salad is great. It's yeah. not. It's just not. Olives, there's, I feel like there's not a lot of people that are like fighting for olives. So you're going to be the guy? No, no, no. I'm just saying that I don't think they're necessarily overrated. Oh, I think okay. for something to be overrated, it needs to be loved by many. Oh, I, I see. Think, I don't think there's a, a olive fan club. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you can let us know in the uh, in the chat. Join us in the chat too about anything we talk about today. We'd love to get your thoughts. And also, if you're watching this later in the day, you can comment on the YouTube video. But what is your favorite pizza topping, and what is your least favorite? By the way, my favorite. Uh, well, I'll tell you that coming up. All right. All right. In the news today, the National Weather Service named subtropical storm Wanda over the weekend, which is the 21st named storm of the hurricane season. That means for the second year in two years, second time in two years, they've made it to the end of the regular list of names. If any more storms after Wanda, if they form after Wanda, the National Weather Service will have to turn to a list of supplemental names for just the third time ever after 2020 and 2005. Last year, there were a record 30 named storms, and the last nine had to use Greek letters. Now, hear me out, though. There's 26 letters in the alphabet, so where'd, yeah. we, where'd we go wrong here? Yeah. They must skip. Do we not? We, we skip some letters? They must reason? skip a few. Well, they probably skip like X. You know Why? I don't know. Every storm can be... Xavier. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. The meteorologists will not go back to the Greek letters this year. They they came up with a supplemental list of names, uh, starting with, is it Adria? Adria? A-D-R-I-A. Adria? Adria. I don't know. Braylon and Caridad, spelled C-A-R-I-D-A-D. Hmm. Well, they don't go with, like, you know, Vinny, Hurricane Vinny. You know, That'd be cool. Like Hur Benny. Hurricane Sebastian. You like Sebastian? Okay, mm. that's a good one. Shaquille O'Neal in the news. He tells his kids they aren't rich. He is. The former late. This is a pretty good story. The former Lakers star said, "My kids are older now. They were kind of upset with me. Not really upset, but they, uh, but they don't understand." He continued, "I tell them all the time, we ain't rich. I'm rich. <laughs> it's kind of true." He said, "I have six kids." I would like a doctor, somebody to own a hedge fund, maybe a pharmacist, a lawyer, someone that owns multiple businesses, someone to take over my businesses. But I tell them, I'm not going to hand it to you. You got to earn it. I just say props to Shaq for yeah, I doing think that's that. That's cool. Yeah. Just five minutes. He loves it when I tell these stories. Just five minutes of movement every hour can undo the harm of being inactive. Well, I think that's a good one. The ones that get me are when you're like, don't worry, people. All you need is five steps a day and you're healthy enough. That's fine. That's all we need. Like, you always throw a story like that. I'm like, I mean, you can strive for more than five. Researchers studied adults with a variety of physical capabilities, ranging from very mobile to needing assistance to move, and their level of physical activity prior to quarantine in 2019 until the end of quarantine in 2020. The results? Due to the pandemic, people spent an average of 25 minutes less each day on low-activity tasks and moved less often during the day. But they say when people moved their bodies five minutes each hour during the day, it helped offset the lack of movement. Hmm. All right, so get up and move. I mean, set an alarm on your phone, I guess, to, to remind you and to we, get up and move. We run into our first problem during the show. The show is an hour long. so. Oh, yes. We're going to have to have a, a stand-up stand break. Stand-up at 8.55. Yeah. yeah. We'll just put, I don't know, a graphic on the screen, and we'll just, we're, <laughs> we're going to go take a lap around the house, and then we'll come back, and we'll finish the show. The graphic is a stretch time. Yeah. 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 It'll be the seventh inning stretch. Yeah. 
A Riverside, California man who billed himself as a fortune teller has been arrested for defrauding multiple people, including a cursed woman who ended up paying him more than $50,000 to lift the curse. According to detectives, the fortune teller convinced another victim that she had parasites in her body. She paid him several hundred dollars to clear them from her body. Uh, people. After a search of his home, detectives found a significant amount of cash, a voodoo doll, tarot cards, altars, religious and satanic type objects, and a small live snake that were used as part of the fraud. The 31-year-old was booked and released after posting $57,000 for bail. I mean, you could just have a pet snake. I don't know why the snake has to be included in all this. Yeah. What does the snake do? Yeah. Know? Unless unless he's like telling people that the snake cures whatever they have or something. Right. And right. then arrest that snake. And a social media star was arrested for allegedly running a stoplight and leading Florida Highway Patrol troopers on a chase of over 100 miles an hour. His name is Damari Mikula. He began performing a burnout. What's that when you rub the tires? And, mm. Yeah. In his Dodge Challenger, while he was next to a police car in an intersection at 1030 on a Friday morning. Oh, so he's just stupid. Troopers say Mikula ran a red light and sped off. The 18-year-old who claims to make four hundred dollars to $500,000 through social media did not pull over when the trooper turned on his lights and siren, and he kept speeding as he drove into a residential area. The trooper identified Mikula as the driver and went to his house where the young man answered the door and was taken into custody. While he was on his way to jail, troopers say Mikula told them that he was the only person in the car and he knew the trooper was trying to pull him over, but he thought it would be okay to speed away if he could get away with it. He didn't. <laughs> sure, that's how that works. Mikula told troopers in his mind he is young, makes a lot of money, has a fast car, and he can do whatever he wants. Oh, okay. Troopers say he later admitted that that was a foolish way of thinking and not a good way to live. Mikula added that he wanted to do something fun for three seconds, and it cost him. See, I don't know. It's funny because, like, he came out and he was like, that was wrong. What I said was wrong. I like it when people do that. They, like, come yeah. out with a statement. They, they, they don't think that. They, no. They still think they're right. They get caught. I also, I mean, yeah. don't get dollars Like, yeah. that's a lot of money. A lot of money. But yeah. when I think of people, like, bragging about how much money, like, you think you're better than everyone else because you make a lot of money. I feel like you got to make a little bit more to brag. Oh, okay. Like, you got to be making above six figures. I mean, seven figures in order to... uh I don't know, to use that. It's still not a valid argument, but I just feel like if someone walked up to me and was like, I make $400,000 on social media, I'd be like, cool, man. I got Chipotle yesterday. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I think I'm just as happy. Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> My question is, how do you make that much off social media? I well, can't. there's ways, man. Yeah. There's ways. What is the most useless thing they taught you? People were recently asked that question. D, all of the above. What's the most useless thing they taught you in school? I would love to hear from you if you have something to add to this, but I can tell you what the uh, responses were. Uh, someone said the tongue taste map, and I wasn't sure what that was at first, but then it's it's the map of how, like, this part of your tongue likes sweetness yeah. and that part likes, yeah. I don't know if I ever learned that. Someone said it's not only useless, but it's incorrect. And don't even get me started on the food pyramid. Oh. Well, the food pyramid changes like every it? five days. Yeah. Oh, that often. I don't know. Okay. But it changes. Mm. So. I graduated in 1991 for context. While living in Phoenix, they taught us square dancing in gym class. That's so Why? the other day, uh, Sarah said something. She saw something on the Internet and she was like, did you have square dancing? I was like, no, they must have gotten rid of it by the time I was there. But she, I was like, did you? She was like, yeah, gym class. We were square. Dancing. Yeah, I had it, too. Is, but I go way back. So, yeah, true. Yeah. I would expect it from from you guys. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's that's funny. I don't, why? Like, I don't. 
I guess it's a it's a way to move around, and that's I, that's is. the point of gym class is to get you moving. Yeah, and they are you know they are physical education, right? Why not other dances as well though? Why did we stop at square dance? Because everyone I talked to it was square dancing. Yes. Yeah. I was never taught the waltz. No. No. I don't. That's strange. Someone else comments. This is the uh, most useless things they taught you in school: how to use an abacus. Yeah, you don't see much use for that, you know? Which one's an abacus again? I'm is, zero chance I know what that well, is. I've never used one of those. Is that the the calculator thing with the slidey things? I think so. I think so. You know? <laughs> I love the sound effects. Yeah. Well, that's the the pieces moving. I'm pretty sure an abacus, abacus. is the calculator thing. I uh, know. It's the one with the... Uh, with the balls, where you move the balls across. Yeah, but it's it was like used as a yeah calculating tool. Okay, so that's what I meant. Right. That's what I meant. Okay. Yeah, you me. Know, I had the TI eighty four plus. Yeah, I'm a youngin. We had technology. You don't see an aisle for that at Home Depot or anything, you know? An abacus? Or not, yeah, I don't think you would find it at Home Depot. Can some staples maybe, but okay. Yeah, I don't. They I don't think they have a reason. I don't think anyone's going back to school shopping and picking up an abacus. Someone please so. try that. Go to your local stables or and ask for an abacus, Office Mart, whatever you have, and, and ask for an ab. Excuse me, which aisle would I find an abacus? I think there's a 99.9% chance that nobody working there knows what that is. <laughs> so, uh, another comment the way the U.S. public school system teaches it, Spanish is useless because you learn it maybe half a year and then you forget it over the summer. Yeah. What, what was it? Spanish, right? Yes. Well, so the thing is, from everyone I've talked to, the, because I was I was good at Spanish class. You were. I took Spanish yeah. for, let's see, three years in middle school and, and then four years in high school. So right. let me get my abacus. It seven worked, years. Worked for you. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I couldn't speak fluent Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. At the sporting goods store, I would try. Like there would be some Spanish. Yeah, I was going to say. I would try to communicate, but right. it, it, you just you hit a wall eventually. Yeah. So, but so from everyone I talk to, in order to actually learn Spanish, you need to like go to a Spanish-speaking country. Like you need to what live. Call that you need to live, yeah, and and be surrounded by people that speak it fluently, where you don't have a choice but to yeah. learn how to speak it, and that's how you can actually become fluent in Spanish. And uh, the the final reply here: What's the most useless thing they taught you in school? They taught competitive cup stacking in my elementary school. Still have no idea why. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I don't know why. Competitive cup stacking. Yeah, you remember when those, um, there was like an as scene on TV that I keep thinking of. They, they were like glow in the dark and there's a timer and you start the timer and you like stack them up and stack them back down. And okay. You do it as fast yep. as you can. Yeah. I didn't know they taught that in school. That's weird. Anyone have any uh, any suggestions to, to add to this? Do you have anything useless things like, why, why did I uh, learn let's this? Let's see, off the top of my head, the recorder. Oh, off the top of my head. Does everyone else remember? Did you? Oh, yeah. Do you have to learn the recorder? Th Third, grade. Third grade. Third grade. Third grade. Third grade. That and I like been. music. I played the saxophone in school. I, you know, I always enjoyed, but you get, why the record, it's the most annoying sounding, in, well, maybe not, you could probably think it's more annoying That would have been 1969 but. for me. And they were still doing it in 20 whatever <laughs> for me, so I just, Is I it, guess it's a, it's a it's a cheap way to get everyone playing an instrument. Introduce that's probably you their to, goal. yeah, that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, do you need that many third graders playing My Heart Will Go On? Yeah. <laughs> That was the one. That was. Did that we was, all learn that one? Did you learn that one? Well, too? It was, uh, 1969. I don't think it was written. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. when it comes to things like that, like I don't. When did Titanic come out? To me, that could be like the 1800s. I 90s? Think. I think the 90s. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, great song. Love, love. My yes. heart will go on. Love yes. Titanic. But I don't think I need to hear 65 kids playing it on the recorder, <laughs> where only probably three of them actually know how to play it. So. And are there any other parents uh, viewing this or listening on the podcast that, that went to those concerts and you, you would sit there and go, very nice, honey. Yes. While your ears were bleeding. Yeah. You know? All the parents are like, they have earplugs in. Eventually, <laughs> they see everyone stop clapping. They're like, oh, it's, oh, it's over. Nice. Yay. Okay. I can come out now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the recorder was probably a big one. Uh, let me think of what else. I mean, if you want to get serious, like like legit things that they teach that I don't understand why. Right. Uh, like Shakespeare is important, mm -hmm. but at the level that they put like all literature, like they just don't, there's no specialization in school. Someone that does nothing in English class 
has to spend so many years reading Hamlet, and you probably read it three or four times over the course of your school career. Right. And I just don't think, I think you need to be exposed to it, but then I don't think it, it needs to be shoved down your throat. Okay. And I think that with a lot of things. Like, I took, uh, I took chemistry three or four times on my course of, how, I don't know, how many years are you in school, including college? Tw- well, 12. Like, I took it once, once in middle 16, school, right? once in 16. high school, once in college. And guess what? Because I know someone's going to say, well, there's different levels. Guess what? In college, I learned the same things I did in middle school. So <laughs> high school was the hardest one. I mean, college is like third grade chemistry. Really? That, that you learn again. Wow. But yeah, no, stuff like that, that bothers me. Also, kids yeah. that do, don't like math and will never go into a math field are forced to take pre-calculus, which is like the hardest math that you're going to have to take. You know why? I can understand giving everyone a, a taste of math. Yeah. But then if taste. they if they want to pursue it, go for it. But you're right. You, you know, just waste, calculus pe- and you waste people's, people's time. That's what you do. Like a history class should be something. I mean, don't get me started on history class in school, but... Um, <laughs> Wow. But like history class is something that like everyone should take. Everyone needs to know stuff like that. Yeah, I think to, you so. Know, they need to know the truth. Yeah. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> but like there's so many things in school that you're just wasting kids time, which I think is the goal. Like I think they run out of things. They're like, well, they got to be in school for eight hours a day. What are we going to throw at them? 180 days. We can't give them more than one hour of gym class. Let's throw in cup stacking. <laughs> like I don't. They ran out of things. So they just. They they did that. Does anyone have but anything? There are some, uh, while you look, yeah. there, there are some things I think that, uh, because I remember speaking to a math class and the teacher was teaching how to figure out uh, the area of a yard and things like that. And I told him, I said, Here, here's a good story for you that my son, uh, you know, your brother Doug now does this. He's He's got his own company down in uh, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And they go around building decks and putting up fences and stuff. But sometimes he has to figure out the, the area of his yard, you know, to, to order the right materials. Materials. Yeah. And he struggles with that. And I'm thinking, well, he, he didn't learn this part. About, you know, so kids, pay attention because mm-hmm. you may need to know this, this part yeah. sometime. It's funny, though, because Doug does hit me up every now and then to figure out the area and stuff of things. <laughs> How much wood do I need? Do this. Like, Sarah's deck is only made because I did the math behind it. Oh. So, okay. uh, let's see. Gary said, what about a protractor? We never use that. I think in my, again, I should that's do the, the math That's the thing that's, that's like. Uh, so, you make it up to 12th grade, you add kindergarten, that's 13 years and four years of college. So, 17 years of school. God, oh. that depresses me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, in my 17 years, I think I used a protractor for like a month. But everyone had to have one. Remember that? Yep. So we're going out, we're buying protractors. Also, yeah. do you guys remember the, the protractors that had the little slidey thing? Oh, they were the thing. But yeah. then all the teachers said that you don't actually use the slide. They, they prefer ones without the slidey thing. Or at least my classes. Right. Maybe that was your teacher. So what's the point of a slidey thing? Yeah. Uh, Gloria says, and a slide rule, question mark. Oh, yes. What's yep. a slide rule? Help me out. Uh, it's, it's a ruler that has a little slidey thing. I, I don't know oh. why. Is that another useless slidey thing that they made us buy? I don't know. And what then is, took back? Somebody loves their slidey things. Huh? Gil says competitive cup stacking may be engineering precursor. Oh, yeah. You maybe. Could, you but, could stretch it. See, yeah. here's the thing. I think maybe you're right, but I don't think that the, the, the school system had that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think we're like, they were like, we're breeding a lot of engineers here. Let's you know do what, it. You know what I wish that I uh, really paid more attention to? Because I, I really love like a physics class. Because mm-hmm. I think that's cool. How you learn how how things, you know, wh- why do why do things do what they do, right? A lot of physics in life, I think. Yeah. So... Which is funny, why did I take chemistry like eight times and physics, I think, once in like sixth grade or eighth grade? I don't know. Were you misguided by some guidance uh, counselor? No, it's it's the curriculum, man. Oh. And probably. I don't know. They put certain classes on like pedestals. Oh, yeah. 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 It's stupid. Uh, Emily and Kat both says hot cross buns, which is true. I'm not saying we didn't learn hot cross buns. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hot Cross Buns was probably the first song we learned, but we right. also learned My Heart Will Go On. Right. Which, at that point, just stop at Hot Cross Buns. Let's just get that <laughs> over with. One song, the parents don't well, all want to leave. 
You have to remember, though, that the music teachers that are teaching now grew up when the movie came out. So that song was big when it came out. See, I wonder if it was the the music teachers that chose it, though, or if that was like the correct. Because everyone I know like knows how to play "My Heart Will Go On" hmm. on the recorder. If you gave me a recorder, I think I would snap right back into it. Do we like, still have one? I don't know. I don't know. I'll I had test mine mom. for the longest time. Mine was blue. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, fancy. I'll have to ask mom if we still have uh, any of the recorders. Yeah. So. Uh, Gary said, Matt, what's funny is Portuguese people who live on the mainland can use a recorder to play a bunch of songs. Crazy musicians right there. Probably really? better than Hot Cross Buns. Maybe that should be our goal, to, to, to actually play good music. Then right. it probably sounds good, I bet. That would be cool. Well, because it's also, I mean, <laughs> should, it's, it's... Should it's, I challenge him now no. to write a country song no. with a recorder? No, th- I don't even know if I have one. Uh, I know you were psyched when you got the uh, mandolin. Not mandolin. Mandolin. I don't have a mandolin. Ukulele. That was the first thing I got. Yeah. No, I but got that you, before the guitar. No, but you were psyched when you wrote oh, a song a, yeah, using yeah. the ukulele. That's true. So. I don't think I'll feel the same passion with the recorder. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Well, the, see, the thing about the recorder, too, that doesn't make sense giving it to a bunch of third graders is like when you blow too hard on a recorder. Right. It's this screeching whistle noise. Similar <laughs> to like, I mean, you know, woodwind instruments, if you blow too hard on those, then... It's, oh yeah, it sounds like, I played the clarinet for years. Yeah, so. saxophone. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the recorder is like just the worst. And I just remember, le- I don't know if you remember learning the recorder, but I just I can picture my class, and I just remember it was like the music teacher was trying to tame a bunch of wild animals. Like <laughs> you're giving kids a recorder, and you expect them to stand there quietly. Like nah. And how many so I just times? Remember, like the stress on the music teacher's face. When trying to do that. How many times in school do you hear teachers say, quiet, quiet, quiet down. And yet you're giving them all a noisemaker. Yeah. You know? That's weird. It's like maybe you should give the instructions and then the second we're about to start playing, then hand them out. Okay. <laughs> I just, the stress. Like I said, she <laughs> probably wanted to quit every time. But yeah. All right. What else what was are we it? talking about? What was it? We, had, um, we had a dog that would sing while... Cat played, uh, let's see, Cat played flute, Sarah played flute, you played sax. Yep. Who was it, Humphrey? Yeah. Humphrey was our big uh, German Shepherd Rottweiler husky mix. Yep. So he was a huge boy. Huge. Very, like, disproportionate. But he would love you to death. Yep. And whenever the kids practiced their music, he would, it's not like he would run away. Yeah. But he would come into the room and go, yeah, happy birthday, too. He would sing along to happy birthday. That's right. Yeah. And someone told us it was like they were singing along. It was a vibration in their ear that made their. It did make you wonder, was it were they was he singing along because it was good or because it was very bad? We never knew. Never knew. We never also, knew. Doug played the trombone. We got to show. Doug oh, somewhere. that's right. That's yeah. right. We had a musical family. Doug, Doug built up the low end of this family. And now he's the only one that plays anything. Right. Uh, yeah, anyone. Sarah has a ukulele. She never plays it. Right. So just calling her out. Time for what is a semi-regular feature on this show. Am I the a-hole? Evidently, that's a uh, forum on Reddit. It's uh, A-I-T-A, where people send in questions. A man gave his niece some advice that caused her to not only break off her engagement, but to break up with her fiancé altogether. Her uncle simply crunched the numbers to show how difficult their life would be financially. It was an unconventional approach, but it has won him support on social media. So the man took to Reddit's Am I the A-Hole? And he explained that his 19-year-old niece got engaged after dating her fiancé for four months. Her father threatened to stop funding her life if she married him. The niece told her uncle that while she knew it would be difficult living without the financial support of her dad, she thought she could manage. After all, she loved her fiancé. The uncle decided rather than just voice his objections, he would offer to help her budget for the future with her fiancé. So basing her future on her fiancé's assumed wage of $16 an hour and imagining that she would get a job Similar, with similar standing. The man said he gradually began to show her how much things actually cost. 
He said it quickly dawned on his niece that she would have to make substantial changes to her lifestyle. Days after their chat, she broke things off with her fiancé and she moved home. Apparently, she had freaked out after her now ex-fiancé revealed his salary, which ended up being much lower than the one that was budgeted for. The uncle admitted that he feels a bit bad and may have played her to get her to break things off, but people on Reddit disagreed. One person wrote, you didn't play her. You gave her a badly needed dose of reality. And another said, numbers don't lie. She was convinced by the numbers, not by any manipulation tactic. So what do you think? It is an interesting story. A couple of things to get me. Number one, I would be skeptical, too, if one of you came home and said, you know, I've, I've known this guy for four months and I want to get married. Or in your case, I, you know, I just okay, I met yeah. this woman four months ago and I want to get married. Yeah. Like, really? And the other thing is she's 19 and she thinks she can live without dad's. How, how much is dad supporting her at the age of nine? Am yeah. I supposed to still give you an allowance after you get married? So. That's the thing. I, I don't think he's at fault in any way because he was just looking out for her because yeah. she wasn't seeing it. So he allowed her to see it. I think if she saw it and was like, look, we want to figure it out, then all the power to her. But mm -hmm. I'm kind of surpri surprised she broke it off. I feel like that kind of tells you that it wasn't a really good foundation there. So <laughs> it's probably the right choice. Yeah. Especially when he came out and said uh, he really doesn't make $16 an hour. Uh, you know, he's lying to you. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think I don't think he should feel bad in any way because he just put the facts in front of her and then she could make her decision off that. I do remember when your mom and I were were engaged uh, at one time. We crunched the numbers. Mm -hmm. We sat down. We crunched the numbers. And on paper, it was going to be damn tight. And it was like, mm, but we we did it and we we survived by buying uh, store brand everything at mm -hmm. the grocery store. And uh, I, I tell this story often. Forgive me if I'm repeating it here, but our uh, I think every couple has had a uh, not really a poor dish, but we used to have spaghetti with meat uh, with spaghetti with sauce, not meat sauce, because the meat could be used for another meal another night. Ah. So you notice we always have spaghetti and meatballs because yep. I'm never I never want to go back to spaghetti with just sauce. Because it reminds me of those See, tough that, times. It's not that bad, though. Yeah. I was I thought you were about to say like sp like spaghetti noodles and ketchup. I was like, damn, <laughs> that's that's rough. No, I, no, but that. we did we did saw we didn't put it. No, no plus, meatballs. That's plus, another meal. Plus, you had the three legged table. Yes, that's our, the story I always remember. Our first dining room table. Uh, we got all of our furniture. That's why I'm in a way really happy that our other children have when they moved into the house they got new furniture you know because when we got married we hit everybody up you know i was like do you have a couch you're getting rid of do you have a chair and our dining room table we got from somebody and it only had three legs so we kind of pushed into the corner so okay. we stay up so. dude i don't know why you didn't like take a branch from outside at least give it a shot <laughs> give you know a shot yeah. i mean you could have maybe made a fourth leg out of something i will be the the one of the us four though we're like I got a card table. That'll be my dining room <laughs> table. I got my everything from my bedroom. That's my furniture. That's it. I'll have a beanbag. I will be the one that has the uh, the camp chair in their living room. Oh, yeah. No come, shame. If I come over to watch a game, I'll sit in a camp I chair. I will invite everyone over proudly. Like, let's watch the game at my house. And everyone's going to be like, no. Why? You have one chair. One and it's, chair. A, it's a camp chair. <laughs> and there's a hole in it. It's like, yeah, and I got pizza. You, and you can make dinner in your frying pan. I do have a frying pan. <laughs> That's probably the nicest thing I have, to it be is. honest. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So what do you think? Is is the uncle a bad guy here? I don't think he is. I don't think I, so. I don't think so. Uh, let's see. Diane said, good man, that uncle. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I, if he was like. Don't if, marry him. Yeah. Don't if he didn't, didn't show her the numbers and was like, no, I'm not letting you do this. Then I yeah. think he's a little. That's not really his call. But I right. mean, he like laid everything out into which she wasn't. She wasn't doing. So he right. showed her and. She was the one that called it off. So yeah, he opened her eyes. He didn't tell her what to do, though. All right. Uh, Gail said, I don't think he's at fault. She apparently thinks money is more important than love. Her ex-fiance is a lucky man. That's, yeah, I think that's, huh. yeah. I don't know if she, th hmm, that's tough. 
I don't really know her. So I don't know if she thinks yeah. money is more important, but I think when it comes down to it, I think you really need to uh, care about the person in order to struggle with them. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So very, very profound, actually. Thanks. That's why I'm single. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think you really need to be willing to eat dirt for a while. I'm still stuck on the the point that she's 19 years old and her father threatened to stop funding her life. Why is he funding her? Li- well, if she's staying at home, I can see. But yeah, yeah, I don't. And, I, mean, and I guess says, it would depend how much he was. I mean. It's like, is he going to keep funding her life when they get married? If he, Suppose he liked the guy. Mm-hmm. Suppose he, he thought that he was a very good man, you know. Maybe, to, maybe he would let him move in. I know, but would he, keep, would he fund them? Would he fund their life? See, I don't think, I think, uh, like, if they just lived with him, and then they could probably afford everything else, I would think. Yeah. I mean, rent's, like, one of the biggest things. Right. So, oh. I don't, but it sounds like he didn't like him. So. <laughs> sounds like nobody liked him, including her. So problem solved. Uh, let's see. Lori says, just tell everyone to bring their own chair. Great idea. That's it. Yeah, we got everyone can bring their own chair. I got the frying pan if anyone needs it, and we'll be good to go. If I remember right, with our first apartment, the one the three-legged uh, table, we had two chairs. So if we had company over, someone sat in a folding chair. Usually I me. I don't think that's terrible. Though. I would sit in the folding chair. At least chair. you had a folding chair. Yeah, that's right. I had yeah. a third chair. I know for the longest time, I mean, because we're a, a, a big crew here, mm-hmm. we, we have those blue folding chairs. Anytime we had company, we had to bring in the folding chair. And one <laughs> you know of us would have to those folding metal chairs chair. you have like at church? Yeah, yeah. We, we always had some. Because we didn't have extra seats at the table, nope. like people sometimes do. We, mm-hmm. They were all filled in our assigned seats. All six. Cat, uh, speaking of assigned seats, a little side tangent here and then we'll move on. Okay. Sunday, we were watching the Patriots game while eating at the dining room table. And Kat was like, hey, can you can you sit in Doug's seat? Because I can't see the TV. And yeah. I just looked at her. I was like, uh, do you know who I am? Yeah. Like, do you know who you're talking to? Can you move over so, so I can see the TV? I took Doug's chair and, like, put it off to the side and just slid my chair down. Oh. So, I was, so I was still sitting in my seat. Gotcha. And I was just relocated slightly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Back to you. Okay. Um, tell the truth. Do you tell the truth? Wow, that's a interesting headline story i read this morning said people average fewer than two lies a day which is pretty good researchers track the lies of 630 people over three months first of all pause can you imagine having that job your job oh i want you to go out to the those 600 people every day ask them how many times they lied but i would guarantee that everyone lied about the amount of lies that they told <laughs> What they what they found they found that three quarters of the people were consistently honest, telling between zero and two lies per day. But he brings up a very good point. Would you answer that question truthfully? Six um, percent of the people averaged more than six lies a day, and accounted for a large share of all the lies. The study also find that people have good and bad days where they tell fewer or more lies than usual. And that most people don't lie unless they have a reason. Now, so, what are we talking like? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think there's different degrees of lying. I mean, I, I don't really like lying. I'm also not a good liar, so that's no. probably why. Maybe if I was a good liar, I would lie more. Right. I just kind of tell people how it is. I don't really. I was trying to think this morning, you know, what would I, I, I mean, if someone says to you, how are you? And you say, fine. But you're that's not. That's true. a lie. That's, that's and that, a lie. that's probably a lie that we. But see, that's what I think. Like, there's good lies and bad lies. Do you want to sit there and tell somebody that like you're depressed? No. Yeah. So you just say that you're fine. Yeah. You know. Uh, I don't how, think that's a bad lie. How about if you you cook a new meal and you say, "How was it?" It's kind of rude to, for people to say. That's another one. I don't like it. So do people? Oh, it's fine. Oh, it's good. But I mean, if you're cheating on somebody, that's probably not a good lie. That's a big lie. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, that's why it, it's, I don't it's think. like a weird concept is it, this is probably a better question. Do you think that there is a right time to lie? Uh, I would say yes. Those things, but yeah, the, the answer is those yes. circumstances, right? If someone says, how are you? And you've got a long list of things that are wrong in your life, but you say, fine. The food one is a good one because you don't, you don't want to, in, yeah. in, in no situation can I see it. Unless like with you guys, like if you cook a meal that's that's crap and you're like, hey, did you like it? <laughs> I have no problem being like, I'm not a huge fan of this one. 
And I'm okay. I like that yeah. because I want to know, should but, I, should I make it again? I also think it's important, yeah, when you're like living with the people. Because if I was like eating anchovy pizza and I was like, this is great, Dad. And you're like, great, we're going to have it in two days again. Yes, we'll I'd have it like, every okay, week. Okay, I, yeah. I am going to move out now, Cat, <laughs> You got extra room? Uh, but yeah, now, no, let me so ask I think you, that's like an important yeah. time to tell the truth. But but if it's someone you're not close to, in no way would you tell them that their yeah. food is bad. That's mean. I was trying to think. Do I lie? Do I? You know, how about me? Do I lie a lot? And I think it's mostly lies like that. I have told you know when when uh, when your boss or something calls you for an assignment. Hey, can you do this for me this weekend? And you can't. You probably can. You have the time. But you say, no, I can't make it. I mean, it's my, my uh, brother's uh, baptismal uh, bar mitzvah or something. See, I think that's justified, though, because, you know, I, like, I don't think you need to, just because you're available doesn't mean you're available, you know? I think mm. you're entitled to time off. Okay. No matter who you are. I think, right. I think you're entitled to time off. I think if you, I don't know, if you're, like, lazy and you're just, like, constantly like never doing anything right. and you're like, no, I'm sorry. I can't make it. I, uh, but is that again, I got open heart surgery. You're not a surgeon. Uh, no, I'm getting open heart surgery. Oh my God. Are you okay? Okay. That was a bad lie. I'm not getting open. <laughs> but is that, is that a good line? When someone says, Hey, okay, we need you to cover this. And you say, probably, probably can't take it. I'm maybe not getting bold. specific. Keep it vague. If you're you doing know? that, keep it vague. Don't, don't be like, see, cause here's the thing with lies. The more you lie, the more difficult it becomes for you. Yes. You know? Yep. Like, if if you said you had your your brother's baptismal bar mitzvah, whatever you said, whatever imaginary <laughs> thing you made up, uh, and then like the weekend comes and you post a picture of you fishing, yeah, it's you know then you're you're. <clears throat> but if you just say like, hey, I no, nah, I'm sorry, I can't make it. I have plans. Who that's, was first it? off? That's probably true. Yeah, and second off, I, again, you're entitled to time off. So I mean, they can't just hit you up on a whim and be like, hey, I need you to do this. And if you got plans, you got plans. Who was it that once said, uh, if you don't tell a lie? <clears throat> if you always tell the truth, you, you, what's the saying? If you always tell the truth, it, it's you don't have to remember the facts yes, or the story yeah. you told. It's, it's tough to keep a lie straight. You know? Espe- yeah. And that's what I'm saying. The more detailed you get, the more stuff you got to keep straight. Right. So I don't, and I don't, I don't even, in that example, I don't think that's a lie. Okay. But like if, for example, if you're eating at someone's house and they're like, how's the food? And, and you're, you're like, and you're like, oh, it was, it was great. I'm just uh, allergic to, and you get like real specific. I'm allergic to to green olives and the the little red piece in the green olives. Yeah, oh, that, that just makes my can't stomach. Have that. Yeah. And, but then, like you know, three weeks later, you're eating green olives in front of them. Right. So, you know, like just don't don't just, give too many details. Don't yeah, don't yeah. get specific and don't so, lie about like important things. Mm. Like, hey, can you take me to the airport? You're the last person, and you're like, I'm sorry, I don't have a driver's license. <laughs> don't do that because yeah. unless you don't have a driver's license yeah. obviously don't drive them to the airport but be, be, like be, be, if you can don't lie yeah that's just yeah that's my rule and if you if you have the ability be like me and be terrible at lying i don't think i could lie if i tried you just what do you mean you can't you just contradict yourself like when you're getting, like calling uh, out of work yeah feels so i think did we have a story about this about the ago? guilt yeah yeah well i, I don't know so. if we ever ran that story oh, but maybe. like Calling out of work, even when I'm actually sick, like, I can't do it. Like, I feel like such a fraud. Mm. Even though I know that I'm sick. You're sick. Like, I feel like a fraud. Huh. And then, like, have you ever tried to call out of work? I mean, everyone does it, right? You've called out of work. Yeah. When you probably could have worked. Um. Yeah, probably. It's, oh, that is the, I feel like I'm burning up. Like, I've also, is, I've also gone to work and then really regretted the fact that I went. Because you, know? you don't feel good? Like that? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely... Definitely a thing. I mean, nowadays, don't go to work if you don't feel good. Let me have a sip. We are in. We are in Corona. Let's see. Does anyone have anything about lying? Um, Gail said, "I don't agree with lies, but if you are planning a surprise, I try to word things so it's truthful." Still, that's a good point. Okay. Yeah. But even let me ask you this, Gail, because I don't like lies either. But in the situation of food, if you're at a friend's house and they bake mm-hmm. you this meal, they spend hours baking you a meal and you eat it, and it's terrible <laughs> terrible meal yeah and they ask you how it is what are you saying in that situation yeah if you have a good way around it let me know yeah please we'd because love to I, hear that i don't like lying but uh but let me know all right uh but yeah back to you time for today's fascinating facts if you live to be 70 years old you will spend 10 years of your life on a monday 
Yay. So, Gary, if this is a <clears throat> if this is a Monday feeling Tuesday, uh, you get an extra one, I guess. I like that, though, because they chose 70 years for, for the lifespan because it's like the simplest math. But guess what, guys? If you live 70 years, you spend 10 years on a Tuesday. There you go. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. You live to 70. 10 years. On a Friday. On a Friday. Yay. That's true. That's true. Could have worked it that but, way. But I will argue there will be some decimals because the day you came into the world and the day you kicked the bucket will both have right. a, an impact on that somewhere. So, yeah, we'll see. Back to today's random question. What is your favorite pizza topping? And what is your least favorite? Okay. I mean, what what is on a pizza that you would say, no, I'm good. I don't want any. For me, my favorite is linguisa. Mm, and a good one. I don't know if Gail knows what linguiça is, but linguiça is a Portuguese sausage. And yeah. I don't know, maybe Gary can explain more, but it's just, it's unique to our area. It is. And it's one of those strange things that, like, it's it amazes me that it's still unique to this area. Like, with the amount that ideas mm. spread, how linguiça hasn't spread, like, all the way to California. Right. Because it's so good. Why wouldn't you want to? We, uh, we usually pick up, a pound or two, put it on ice and bring it down to Sarin Doug. Yep. And oftentimes we will cut it up, put it on a pizza form because you cannot get linguisa pizza. Yeah. Uh, outside of this area. Which it, I think that was a first wake up call is like when you, you go somewhere that's not in. How, mm -hmm. how far does linguisa stretch? Is it a full New England thing? Uh, no, because uh, we used to uh, bring some to Maine mm. to my on Alice. So, so like really, if you're not here in Massachusetts... <laughs> You go anywhere else, and where, they're where, like, can I get a linguisa pizza? And they're like, did you just swear at me? Yeah. It's like, you want a what? No. Linguisa there pizza. There is, I have heard about a, uh, there is some section of California, I think, where there, where it's wherever there's a, a large grouping of Portuguese people, mm -hmm. they will have these foods, so... See, because it would be like great a great business idea to open like a, a linguisa shop somewhere else, but I don't know how the mm. supply would how would you get the supply of it? That would be difficult. There are companies here in in Greater New Bedford that will ship it anywhere in the world. I used to do commercials, and every Christmas it would be. So uh, that's what I'm saying. Then how how have we not opened like linguisa pizza shops mm. up in uh, Kansas? Mm. I, don't I don't know. So anyway, my favorite pizza topping is linguisa. My least favorite, I would have to because I never have anchovies. I just, I just never order it. Never Who go near does? It. Yeah. Like, does anyone actually like? And what does it taste like? I would say my least favorite is black olives because I'm just not a fan. Yeah, we've so, been over this. Yes, we have. So, uh, what's for, yours? For me, I would say favorite. I like a good cheese pizza. I'm going to be honest. Like when it, when people ask me what flavor, yeah. I'm cheese is my go-to. But linguisa, linguisa is great. Um, barbecue chicken's good. Mm -hmm. uh, some places make a bacon pizza. That's always, yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. no one's going to not like a bacon pizza. <laughs> I've you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for hate, number one, right off the bat, sausage. Can't stand yeah. sausage pizza. Makes me, the smell of it makes me sick. Well, it's just sausage you can't stand. I right? don't like sausage. Yeah. I, I, it's because we used it's to make such a weird taste to me. We used to make a mac and cheese and sausage dish. Yeah. And you were always, nope. No sausage. No sausage. I used to eat it, but I, I don't know. I feel like you get you to You ever have age. it for breakfast? Yeah. I used to. I don't. Not you anymore. Don't, not anymore. I don't know. It's. I feel like you get to an age where you start to like f really think for yourself. Oh yeah. Of and course. you're like, wait a minute. Why have I been eating sausage my whole life? Like it. <laughs> it tastes like it went bad. Like it tastes like it's meat that went bad. No, I disagree. That's how I but, feel about it. like potato right. salad. For the longest time, you go to a cookout, you eat potato salad, and then one day you wake up and you're like, wait a minute. I'm, I don't really wait, wait, like. Wait, wait, this. wait, wait. I'm a grown up now. I don't have to eat this if I don't want to. What? <laughs> This is cold, cold, hard potatoes. Here we go again. Why would I eat that voluntarily? I don't know. Does anyone else like reach that age where you just like cut off foods that, I don't know, your family just always ate and then you wake up and you're like, wait a minute. I don't like that. I'm like, sure that happens when you. I remember eating that because that was the dish that, that day. Right. You just ate it. But then you grow up and you're like, oh, wait, yeah, I don't have to eat that if I don't like it. I would think, especially when you move out on your own and like, mm. I, like I'm not cooking the dish for you anymore. Mm. You're cooking your own food, preparing can't your own. Can't relate, but yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure one day. I'm thinking of your sibs. No, I know. You know, I'm yeah. sure that once they moved out, you know, they, 
I mean, Kat, Kat's with us, I think. She usually walks on the treadmill every morning and watches us. But I'm sure when she moved out, she's like, you know, I, I didn't. my dad used to make this. I don't like it. So I'm not going to make it. Yeah. You know? So uh, let's see. Gary said pineapple slash, slash anchovies and olives. Now, which one do you love what and do, which one do you hate? Yeah. Because I also have pineapple written down for something I hate. I'm okay with that. I, I've on the had, pizza, you would eat it? I've had ham and pineapple on the pizza, and I'm okay with it. I wouldn't order it. I, yeah, but, I don't hate it as much as, as much as sausage. Right. Sausage, I hate. Hate is a strong word, and yep. I fully mean it when it comes to sausage. Okay. Yeah. But pineapple, I don't know. I'll pick it off. I'll be all right with it. All right. Uh, let's see. Emily said pineapples with hard eyes. She said, I converted Gary. Okay, so Gary likes pineapple. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It, to me, it's just a weird thing to be thrown on pizza. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Not- it is, what's fascinating to me, though, because stuff like this is, is I don't know, it just always fascinates me. How split the audience is. You love it or you hate or it. Or you hate it. Yeah. And, and it's There's like, no it's split down the middle. And it's yep. like one of the most debated things in the world. I guess I'm kind of like in between on pineapple pizza. It's like, uh, I'll eat it. If so that, I guess it, you're the one weird, weird one. Though. If that's my cho- my only choice, I'll eat it. On you know? the pizza or do you pick it off? On the pizza. See, now I'd still pick it off. Yep. Uh, Gail said anchovies. Yuck, 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 yuck a lot. <laughs> what do they taste like? I can't remember. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I've, I've never, tried it. See, there's a lot of foods that I say I hate, and don't you worry, I've tried them. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't express how much I hate them if I didn't actually try it, because I think that's unreasonable. Yes. Anchovies, though, like, I've never had it, because yeah. I don't think you're going to find it. I don't understand how people try it for the first time. You you probably mistakenly try it, right? Like you don't know it's on the pizza and you eat it and you're like, hey, what's on this pizza? And they're like anchovies. And they're like, oh, that's pretty good. Because if someone hands you an anchovy pizza, I don't think anyone's voluntarily like, give me a slice. Yeah. Let me get some of that. That's true. Or give it a new name. <laughs> Maybe someone should lie to me and, t- and say like, hey, this is, there's black olives on the pizza. Use one of your two lies of the day yeah. to tell them it's And I'll be like, else. oh, okay. And I'll try it and maybe it'll be good. Yep. I don't know. But until then, I'm not eating anchovies. Uh, she said favorite pineapple, and I like black olives, but love pineapple. Yeah, you like I mean, black olives. A lot of a lot of pineapple fans. Anybody else not like pineapple out here? We got a lot of fans that like pineapple. Uh, let's see. Does anybody else have any pizza toppings? We're talking about your favorite and your least favorite. Uh, Justin okay. said barbecue chicken. It's is, solid. solid. Yeah, I, you guys have introduced me to that. And uh, is that the the Alfredo pizza? No. Is that, no? No, no, no. That's, that's um, bacon ranch, oh, like Alfredo. Okay. But no, no I've good. had... No, barbecue chicken is like, uh, there's barbecue sauce okay. on it, there's chicken. All right. You know, barbecue chicken. Bar- oh, that's why. They yeah, 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 yeah. That's where they get the name. Uh, let's see. Diane said, I hate barbecue chicken pizza as well as sausage pizza. Okay, how well, you, she's with you with the chicken? Come yeah. on. I love how I just rash on foods, and then anytime anyone else is like, I hate something Matt likes, I'm like, how dare how you? How dare you? How dare you hate that food? Your sister cat likes sausage pizza. Loves it. And to I've the point where we order it. Well, Trish loves it, too. So yeah. we, we order sausage pizza all the time, and I yeah. can't stand it. Uh, Lori says, fave linguisa and least favorite is anchovies. Okay. What are they? Has anyone said mm-hmm. what they taste like? I can't remember. I'm sure I've tried it, but I can't remember. Uh, and Lori says, we have gas bars in Maine. For linguisa. Oh, nice. I think for linguisa. Yeah. Um, let's see. I know they didn't years ago. Oh, here we go. Lori said, anchovies taste like salty fish. <laughs> I got a Chicago pizza and they were on it. Gross. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Salty yeah. fish as the description. Yeah. Totally solidifies my decision that I will never, ever in my life be eating anchovy pizza. <laughs> Zero chance. Can anyone like defend it? At all by saying it doesn't taste like salty. Yeah, fish. is there anyone it, that likes if it? If that's the only description I'm going by, done. Does anybody like anchovy pizza? I well, don't they, think so. well, they must because they make it, but there yeah. must be a market for it. Uh, Gail said, "So Matt, I guess you don't eat haggis. Is that a thing? Did I just swear? Yes, but I have no idea what haggis. I've heard that phrase. I don't know what it is, but I don't know what haggis. So is. I'm going to go ahead and say no. I've never had it." Okay. And with a name like that, I don't think I don't think I will ever have it. Double G, have it. right? Uh, yes, H A G G I S is how she spelled it. Let's see if I can get that quicker here. Diane says anchovy paste is an ingredient in the dressing for Caesar salad. Okay, now Diane, was that anchovy that's, paste? That's an what? argument that gets me curious. I like Caesar dressing. Huh. Now, now you got me questioning life here. 
Haggis is a Scottish dish, uh, dish consisting of a sheep's or calf's offal, offal? O-F-F-A-L, mixed with suet, oatmeal, and seasoning and boiled in a bag, traditionally one made from the animal's stomach. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, I think I'm good. <laughs> Thank you, Gail, for that recommendation, but that's not going to happen. No, no. Uh, let's see. Gail said salty, oily fish. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're done. Right. Val M says no excuse for anchovies. Yuck. Yeah. Okay. So I think Diane, you had me for a second there, but I I'm gonna have to give it a a big fat no. Hmm. Uh, Andrea says barbecue chicken and bacon. Okay. Both, both great. Both yep. things that like surprises me if anyone doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Diane says haggis. Scottish. Lots of internal organs. Oh no, thanks. No, no, th- no. no, thanks. Gary What's says that? Matt agree with you on that. Love Caesar dressing. Hate anchovies. Yeah. So. Anchovies are somehow used for Caesar anchovy dressing. Anchovy paste oh. is what uh, is oh. what Diane said, right? All right. Let me sure. Yeah, anchovy paste is an ingredient. So maybe maybe it's not a very large ingredient because yeah. Caesar dressing is great. All right. Uh, last thing today, you can if you have any more comments about pizza, let us know. But last thing today, Bradley's bizarre but true. These are bizarre but evidently true stories that we found on the internet. So it must be true, right? A surgeon at a hospital in Boston was fined for leaving an operating room before the start of an emergency ankle surgery to go eat in his parked car, where he then fell asleep and missed the whole procedure. Hmm. The 54-year-old man admitted that he woke up in his car, called the teaching hospital, and was told that a chief resident had stepped in and performed the operation that he was supposed to oversee. He did not return to the hospital the following day. (laughs) After an investigation, he was reprimanded by state regulators. You shouldn't do that. Mm. And he was also fined $5,000. Hear me out, though. I agree with the fines and everything, but hear me out. I think that was the best case scenario there. If the surgeon was so overtired that he fell asleep while eating lunch, I don't think I want him performing surgery. That's a good point. So... I think I think for the patient, that was probably the best thing that could have happened. <laughs> Obviously, this dude's got some things he's got to yeah, figure out. Yeah, so. you got to get to bed earlier. That always bothered me about how, you know, you see on television how they go through their residency and they work these insane hours. Mm-hmm. And these are people you're trusting with your life? That need you know? a steady hand? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And a woman in Maine schemed to spend more time with her boyfriend by calling in a pair of bomb threats at his workplace. That'll do it. Kayla Blake is accused of reporting the dual threats in separate phone calls to Maine State Police just hours apart. In the first call, she allegedly threatened to place an explosive at a Puritan medical products plant in Pittsfield, Maine, where her boyfriend works. Two hours later, the woman allegedly said she planned to leave four pipe bombs near the plant. The threats forced both of the company's Pittsfield plants to shut down for the day. About 400 workers were evacuated or told not to come in, and manufacturing was halted. Investigators were able to trace the calls back to Blake, who reportedly confessed to the threats and said she didn't have any bombs. She just wanted to spend more time with her boyfriend. Wow. I mean... Romantic, huh? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Honey, see how much I loved you? Do you stay together after that? Boy, that's a good question. I wonder if he's just as crazy. That's a good question. Yeah, that's that's something. That's, Do we have any uh, final final uh, uh let's see comments? Lori said something before. She said, uh, I remember Dartmouth High offered classes in check writing and checkbook balancing and everyday normal things in general business. That's now, now, cool. Why don't we have those things anymore? Yes. I'll tell you why. Why? Because they fill your day with 18 rounds of a Hamlet. That's why. <laughs> That'll do it for today. Yeah. Hopefully we started your day off on a positive note. Uh, that's always our goal here to, to spend your day, have a few laughs. If you enjoy what we do, please be sure to hit the like button and subscribe so that you don't miss any future shows. 
We're live here on YouTube weekday mornings at 8, or you can catch us anytime on YouTube and, of course, on all of your favorite podcast apps. And don't forget, you can leave us a voicemail with your comments, suggestions, or birthday shout-outs, or happy anniversary. The number is 774-473-9910. Doing live television tonight. Not Ooh. that I'm used to a live video uh, thing at all. Yeah, because you never do that. Yeah. Going to work uh, with former city councilor Jane Gonzalez tonight as we cover the New Bedford election results. And that'll be live on New Bedford Cable Network for those that might have that, but also on Facebook Live. So if you want to check that, it's uh, New Bedford Cable Network. I realize it's a it's an election that you don't have anyone probably running in, but uh, if you'd like to see oh, what I'm up to tonight. Oh, you have New Bedford, New Bedford viewers here. <clears throat> Yeah, we'll be on. We'll get the results for you about the election tonight. Our thought for the day, <clears throat> it all begins and ends in your mind. What you give power to has power over you. All right. No matter what, go out and make it a great day. Peace.